Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my... Hey, you guys. Today, I'm going to talk about how to protect your energy. It's kind of a follow-up to last week's live because we talked about how to protect yourself or basically how to work with triggers around like family time, family trauma. And Emily, my lovely client, friend, follower, asked me also how to really protect your energy field. So this applies not just to when you're with your family or maybe in a dangerous situation, but just in general, and I get this a lot. So I thought it'd be good to just do one live about this topic and all of the different ways that we can basically protect ourselves. So there is such a thing as energy infiltration, um, energy attachment, entity attachment, and it's a very, very real thing. So I understand that this is something that is quite, you know, sensationalized in the media, but it's a very, very real thing, you know, things kind of sticking onto your energy, taking your energy. And I see it all the time in my work. I've seen it in my personal life. I've experienced it in astral travel, actual spiritual warfare situations. And if this kind of stuff makes you cringe if that is like the type of spirituality language that just doesn't resonate with you that's okay too it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you but you're also very welcome to take a more scientific just energy frequency based approach to this and just see it in a way of you know the way that i always describe it you've probably heard me say this a hundred times we live in a universe of polarity one cannot exist without the other and we navigate between the two and everything is ultimately energy and there is either low frequency energy high frequency energy and everything in the middle and whatever is of the same frequency tends to be magnetic and attached to each other which is why when you are in a vulnerable open traumatized unhealthy state and you put yourself in dangerous situations knowingly or unknowingly you can be a victim of you know energy infiltration attachment whatever so this sounds very severe when you're talking about you know kind of like the lead up to this life being talking about like how do i spend thanksgiving with my family who are you know very different from me maybe not open to spirituality whatever it is for some people this is a very severe thing that happens in family but it can also be you feeling a certain presence, attachment uh, when you're sleeping. We constantly always need to be protected and to take action towards that and responsibility consistently. So that is why this is just like a general super important thing uh, to talk about and way overdue, especially since in society we're really taught that Toxic things are really cool, whether it's drinking or having this high performing job where you work like 90 hours a week or really whatever it is, being promiscuous, it's all 
kind of we're really indoctrinated with it conditioned by it i have i'll be the first to say that i have lived that kind of like lifestyle myself as well and some people really even pride themselves on being like a spiritual empath and they can pick up on everyone's energy that's not a good thing that's not something that you should want to have or be or be proud of even um it's really a sacred thing to, to be protected to be aligned to source and uh, making sure that you are in such a high frequency energy so that you are protected is actually big responsibility and i know that some of you are going to come on here looking for a quick fix and tell you what kind of crystals to use or a quick prayer to say and you're going to get that too but i'm also really going to be talking about the personal responsibility to take long term so you're not just doing damage control but you're actually really integrating connection to source and personal responsibility which is really what sovereignty is and what the Essenes were about because the type of shamanism that I practice is eventually essentially Essene shamanism and I am really all about you know getting real with you guys and doing the hard work so you are um, really preventing you're never really going to put yourself in a situation or a state where you are really setting yourself up for for failure in this way but you're setting yourself up for protection and alignment to source so the most important thing to really realize is that love and service even though we're taught that they're not cool they're actually really cool and i'd be the first to say that when i started doing this work i was kind of worried about my life being very boring not drinking uh, being sort of as honest and a person of integrity as I can, uh, being of service more and more. It was a really gradual sort of natural process in my life, but it's not boring and it's actually really cool. And your consciousness starts to expand, your third eye starts to activate, your experience of consciousness becomes a lot more interesting. So don't be afraid of it being boring. So when we go back to protection a little bit, what is like the number one thing is to really amplify, strengthen your life force, your connection to source, your source energy, and really turn that up as much as possible. And you do this consciously. It's something that you need to take responsibility for. And that sounds very harsh to say, you know, it's not as easy say that you're in a state of depression, but go listen to my podcast episode about alignment if that is the case but what i'm really talking about is a day-to-day -day commitment of turning your life force up and you do this first and foremost by taking care of your health because you cannot expect your body to carry very high frequency energy and be a vessel that is in a constant closed circuit with the divine if your physical body cannot hold that frequency of energy so that is why health, nutrition, uh, getting sleep, sunlight, exercise, all of that stuff that you hear a lot um, is, is really vital. It really starts there because if you are not taking good care of your health, say that you're maybe in a cycle of addiction, that is really setting you up for uh, entity attachment, infiltration. You're not going to be able to be 
optimally protected, okay? So health is actually very practical, critical aspect to this. Well, let's talk about the instant things that you can do. So say, Emily, you were talking about uh, your Thanksgiving dinner last week that you were feeling a little bit anxious about. Let me know how it went. I know that that was probably last night or the night before. We don't really do Thanksgiving here where I am. Um, but these are practices that you can use always. And the one that you've probably heard is visualizing white light around you. This really works instantly. And I think that's why it's such a cliche. But even if you want to imagine an egg around you or pink light, it's really about setting the intention of a protective barrier around yourself. And when you set the intention, you are creating simultaneously. And when you work uh, in the shamanic or quantum realm, you really start to know that intention, thoughts, is instant creation. So what I would recommend is rather than just setting the intention super quick, if that is all you can do in the moment, definitely do it. But really make sure that you do it until you feel it, like you visualize it until you feel it. And also make sure that you protect the more, more vulnerable areas like around your neck, around your back, uh, down to your feet everywhere. So whether you want to do that in a different shape or a different color, really imagine that barrier. And that is also a really good moment where you can feel like, okay, are there certain parts of my body where it doesn't feel strong, where it's harder? So you know that maybe you need some extra protection around a certain space and see like what chakra that is. Maybe that can tell you a little bit about what's going on with you in that situation. What I also like is imagining a hexagon of mirrors around you in which you can only see your own reflection and therefore the outside world, when they look at you, can only see their reflection. I also find that one pretty effective. Then there is prayer. Probably my favorite because it's just such a universal, quick thing that you can just do by yourself at any moment and is so effective. And you can pray in any way that you want that feels natural to you. But I really, really recommend praying in a way that is already giving gratitude for the thing that you're praying for, because that way you're really calling it into existence and integrating it while you're praying for it. So saying like, okay, God, source, the divine, my guides, whoever, thank you for insert your prayer. All right, fear. Go listen to my podcast episode about fear or my post if you haven't yet, because I feel like that would be a good context basis for talking about this. But first of all, use common sense. Don't put yourself in situations where you're going to be vulnerable and fragile. So whether that is like a really, really common sense situation, like a dangerous situation, or it's just a family gathering, but you just feel like you're going to get triggered and you just feel too emotional or not up for it, then be very real about that. Like no amount of crystals or whatever um, is going to help you because you should really use your sovereignty to not put yourself in a situation that you feel like you uh, are not ready for. Okay, so really protect yourself. But a frequency of fear is very low. It's very stifling. It immediately uh, causes you to 
resort to the lower brain, which is the reptilian brain, which is all about survival, which of course is important. It's our natural protection mechanism. But you are not using your conscious higher brain at that time. So it really also clouds your ability to think clearly, to really align with your higher self and make sort of a long-term constructive decision. So fear is really like a survival state. And um, pray, visualize white, right, white light around you or the other practices that I mentioned. And um, definitely uh, go listen to my podcast episode because it'll help you really to see the value of, of being in a state of fear. Okay, you also need to get really real with yourself and ask yourself if you are being the perpetrator or the toxic one. We've all been there, so there's no shame. But when we're talking about protecting ourselves, ask yourself where you can uh, take more responsibility and see where maybe you are perpetuating some patterns, probably from trauma, survival, conditioning, but see where you can be better. And if you feel like you can really be better and you should, then atonement is a really beautiful way of integrating healing around that topic. So atonement, it literally means at one month. And it's a really beautiful practice where you can really acknowledge um, your boundaries and your sovereignty by voicing if it's not safe to do to a person or with a person you can just do this to yourself through prayer or writing it down just really atone for don't want to say like atone for your sins but uh, acknowledge where you should have done different and it really creates space a clean slate and it's also a really good way to really bolster your vessel and your connection to source um, and it puts you in a state where you're not going to be perpetuating the same situations as much, as much. It's just conscious acknowledgement and integration for uh, your own behavior and your own responsibility, whether it's something that you did or where you allowed someone else to do something uh, to you. Okay. Um, when you're in a family situation or a different situation that is causing you fear or whether it's another triggering emotion where you don't feel protected, also ask yourself why you were there in the first place. Um, it's kind of like common sense, but sometimes we're so conditioned to being, you know, people pleasers or the good girl. Or you have this very strong family dynamic where you're not even taking that moment to ask yourself, like, hey, do I really want to be in this situation or why am I here? So for me, the last time I really felt fear was when I was having an astral travel experience that was really intense. And then I remembered that I had been volunteering to be used and put in those situations for months. And that that is something that I really uh, aspire to do and put myself in a state of service. So whether it's something like that or it's just being with your family, just ask yourself, like, what is the value here? Why do I want to? spend time with them or be in that situation so kind of analyze and deconstruct whatever situation you find yourself in okay also really notice when something feels toxic to you so 
when you have spent a part of your life, like me, a large part of your life, in a very disassociated state due to whatever cause, it can be very hard to feel uh, very natural um, signals that tell you basically uh, from an intuitive state uh, what is right and what is wrong for you. So um, really rely on your intuition and really use it. So when you feel a little red flag, just act on it. And that's how you really build trust with yourself and know that every little moment matters to the tree of life. So whether it comes to atonement or, you know, taking responsibility, every little thought and reaction matters. And especially for the spiritual people, don't suffer and sacrifice yourself to help others because you're not really helping anyone. You're being an enabler if that's the case. And sovereignty is really how you help yourself and help others, whether it's by being an inspiration or just becoming the most strong, healed, uh, authentic version of yourself that really helps lift up the collective and your environment. So actually use your intuition, actively set intentions. And then there are, are of course, like Palo Santo and crystals like tourmaline, black obsidian that are protected. So I hope that this life has given you some tools to protect yourself. If there's a very specific situation uh, that you feel like you need extra help for, you can always do this in a shamanic journey, which is incredibly effective. And um, I'll be back soon. Love you guys. Oh, no, wait. I got a question like just now from a girl called Nadine. And it kind of related to this topic. She said, hey, Jessica, this could be an interesting question for others that follow you too. How can you overcome fear and blocks about the spiritual world when you had just discovered your connection? I have a break on my progress and would love to know from you how I can let go and enjoy the ride. Thank you. That's a really good one. Because especially when you're sort of new to spirituality, you're also new to a whole industry that is trying to get your attention and your consciousness. So I feel like if you are experiencing some fear and blocks that you need to overcome, um, I don't really believe in just trusting, letting go and enjoying the ride when it comes to spirituality because you're opening your consciousness up to very beautiful connections and experience, but there's also definite spiritual warfare going on and you need to know what you're doing. So this might not be the answer that you hoped for, but I hope that when you incorporate whatever I mentioned in this life, as well as really doing your own diligent research, and please go listen to my podcast episode about uh, new age, um, um, new age practices. I also have one that's about Satanism and Luciferianism, which is not as sensationalistic and dramatic as it sounds, but it really goes into the fiber and the essence of the way that darker energies, entities, groups think and kind of like their line of logic. 
that really helps you to to kind of bolster yourself and use your intuition when it comes to uh, some of these practices. So I would actually say, do your research, really feel what resonates with you and what doesn't. And when you then go on a path that feels completely aligned to you, it's gonna feel safe and you're gonna feel supported and you're gonna experience a life of so many miracles and constant synchronicities that you will not ever be afraid. I work with clients who have sometimes very severe attachments. And in the beginning, I would ask myself like, okay, what if these get, you know, stuck onto me? What do I do? What if this is something I've never dealt with before? And it's obviously very strong. And then I also had to decide that my belief in the power of this work and the divine and source so greatly exponentially exceeds any fear that I could ever have about anything that I want to use uh, and just be a facilitator of this power and this healing uh, in this work that it just brings you such joy and gratitude to be able to help someone um, that fear doesn't really uh, become such a such a big factor but you have to have kind of like the frame of reference and at least basic knowledge of what is out there um, trying to trying to kind of tap into your attention and your interest and your consciousness so that you can make a very informed decision and not just assume that all energy is good and that all spiritual experiences benefit you because that's definitely not the case and once you put some effort and thought into your actual sovereignty and boundaries and research that is just going to open up a whole beautiful new way of life for you thank you jessica this is great such a wake up calls and empath oh i'm so happy that you feel that way um, sometimes I guess it feels like a little bit of tough love, but it is actual love. Mm -hmm.